Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Plus This. I'm Kathy Deach. And I am Eva Tingley. I'm trying to swing my pony so you see that I don't have short hair. So that you're not like so looking look like a like, bald eagle. Yeah, look, because like if I'm really still, I'm like, oh, I got a haircut. Didn't. Got a haircut. <laughs> Speaking of haircuts, I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. I mean, but your hair is so luscious and gorgeous right now. I really did a Rosa... Graziano special. special today yeah I really was it's like it's really working. I really was like because when she was on co-hosting I really meant to do it and didn't so I was like oh I'm gonna see Rosa today I better do my hair <laughs> and, and her then, brother and then has her brother has a baby. Have a baby how dare they how dare they so Rude. she's not visiting but it looks really good with like your shirt like there's oh, like a I'm feeling very beachy today yeah. I'm like I'm like in my like hippie top I think that's because of our guests oh uh, yeah Laura Lynn is here. Yeah, we're very really excited. Mystical. She is. I feel her witchiness. <laughs> you feel it in I your feel boobs? It. I feel it. it I, like, saw, I saw it you like from my touch your plexus. boobs. You it's were like, like. My boobs are also doing their own thing. You can't really see it <laughs> all, but they're doing their own thing today. I, uh, honestly, Eva, I was away in New York and my suitcase smells like a sewer with oh. such gross sweatiness. I know. I asked you, I was like, so how was your trip? You're like, it was, it was okay. Really sweaty. Really, really smelly. Really smelly and sweaty. <laughs> and disgusting. Actually, I can't even talk smack. The The trip was amazing. And the, I did a show. I have a you heart did, tribute band. all heart show. Yeah, it's called all, all heart. heart all the time. Yes. And if you don't know the band heart, please then get on board. Get out from underneath Just the rock and go, go YouTube it. Like, go stop wasting my it. time. Go heart find alone. It. Crazy on you, Barracuda. You probably know Barracuda. Most people yeah. know Barracuda. But um, mm, yeah, so it was crazy. Yeah. And what's fun is that it was like all of the people I knew that could come came. That's so it was fun. like a big party. And like my brother and all his friends from college came. And that was fun. My mom and dad were there. Uh, By the way, it's my dad's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, happy Papa birthday, Dad. Happy I'm sorry birthday. we didn't connect today. I'm glad I got to spend some time with you this weekend. That's fun. Yeah. Aww. How old yeah. is he? 71. 71 years you know, he young. He looks pretty dang good. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy Deech. Yeah, Daddy Deech. I don't call him Daddy. I call him Papa Deech. Yeah, you do. You Papa do. and Mama Deech. Yes. If, Mom, if you're watching. They're very big the fans. They're very... Pass the phone to dad. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Tell him you. to watch on his phone. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then it was, uh, yeah, so it was a great trip. Another fun thing I did was I took the train into Brooklyn, even with like feces on the platform. <laughs> Guys, New York has fallen into a ride. Like, it, I don't know what is happening. There's just poo everywhere. It was like, I have not seen that much feces on the train ever in my life. I could, I think the opioid crisis is really affecting <laughs> everyone everywhere i'm not even kidding the need, opioid crisis is like, real real what, there is poo everywhere poo people everywhere. i don't know what's happening <laughs> oh so man but poor new york so um but i did take trek into brooklyn and got to see plus brooklyn i know i was so jolly so cool and <sighs> ivy who works there 
um, is, I think it's partly Poison Ivy is her name on Instagram. She's amazing, guys. You should go, if you're in New York, totally go get hooked up. She hooked me up with my amazing jumpsuit that I wore for the gig. I don't know if we have a photo of that, Jarvis, you can show. Oh, but, yeah, um, that's right. But it, and the photos don't even, like, do it justice. Like, it was, like... Gold, had like gold lame threads through it and it was like I know because you, you had talked about how like you had this like amazing outfit and then I the pictures that you they're dark I feel like you can't tell I really want to see you in person yeah yeah it. I almost wore it today but as we know like had to be 108 degrees when I came back I mean, it's here it's so hot so um because global warming actually it actually cooled down a little bit it was only like 87 degrees today <laughs> let's not be crazy <laughs> but I couldn't do the jumpsuit with what I had no, to no, do no, today no. I just, I'm, wearing, I'm literally wearing shorts guys I had to wear this the whole day. I'm wearing shorts with heels, but I'm wearing shorts. Oh, I'm sure you're rocking it. Her legs always look great. Um, oh, thanks. It's true. So, um, but plus Brooklyn is awesome, and they're going to be moving because the L train is shutting down. What? Because why not? So, and that's how you get to their place in Brooklyn. So they're looking for another place. So, by the way, if anybody knows of a place, why oh, don't you call them, them and help them out? Like they they really want. They're not consignment yet, but they want to do consignment, much like the plus plus. Yeah. So, because um, New York needs a place. Like the that. New York really needs a place like that. There are fashionistas down in New York, yes. honey. There were big girls all over town, Eva. I was like crossing Times Square. I was crossing the Village. I was in the Alphabet City, handing out our cards to everybody. Just everybody, you're and like, I was hi, like, oh hi, my god, hi. wait, 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 you have to go to this place plus Brooklyn you have to do this go go online <laughs> like, I literally was like making fat friends all oh my gosh York. you are amazing. hilarious it was amazing so how oh, your, your dad time? your dad is very your dad is saying thanks sweetie for your birthday wishes Aww, your dad's on my dad your Look dad and my family yay <laughs> no you had such a great show last week it I was totally fun. got to catch like that tail end of it after I was done <laughs> teaching in New York just in a Starbucks like on 49th street like logging we're just, in like yelling at each other <laughs> <laughs> but Megan and uh, Jordan were so they fun. were Megan was such a great co-host I was so appreciative of her not that Rosa wasn't a great co-host Rosa was too but I'm just saying Megan was a yeah. lot of fun we know a lot of really intelligent smart ladies fatties yeah, yeah we're really yeah. lucky but you you look like you had a great time the photos are we dumb. did like just dumb you know we went outside and Megan was like okay I'm gonna do we're doing a shoot <laughs> she's like sit on the table do this and I'm like I'm like totally like awkward I'm like <laughs> I'm like totally Chandler facing and like half of them. I'm like, no, no, no. Okay, I'll, I'm approving this this one. But even in like little spicy t-shirts. Like, I know, so cute. I know. You I was like, I was like, do you think that she'll be mad if I cut up cut up this t-shirt? She's like, no, she'll probably love it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to cut it up. It's a mermaid, which is I know. Well, I do love mermaids. I know. You're going to get a mermaid tattoo? No. 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 Okay, I'm no, just checking in with no. that. Um, although our, I'm going to just say my nephew because it's just easier to say my nephew than to be like my sister's husband's sister's son. <laughs> but then you just did say <laughs> I know. But it's just easier to say my nephew. Um, he moved in with my sister last week. So that's been a fun little, like we've been like going out and like doing fun things. I took him to the Grove. And we Isn't like walked it fun around to show people like things for the first time. Yeah, in LA. it was really fun. And then we like thought that we saw there was like somebody obviously famous on top of like a food truck who was like giving out something. And we're, I was like, hey, look at that. That's something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's something. There's lots of people around it. That person's somebody. He's like, he's like, hey, is that the person from Jersey Shore? I'm like, could be. Paulie D could be only one I know. Literally, don't know one person. I uh, know Snooky. That's it. It was oh, not Snooky. It was Snooky. not Snooky. It was a dude. <laughs> he was like, it looks like him. I'm like, very well, could be. 
watch for TMZ. Probably <laughs> is going to be on there. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it was really fun. We went, we ran around and he, um, he came with me downtown to work and went roaming around downtown. That's great. As you can as a young man. Yes. Yeah. Just like chilling. Um, I also was so excited to see in the news that Amy Hill. Yay! Our lovely guest from a few weeks ago. Former guest and friend and of the show. Friend, um, has a new recurring, recurring shocking yeah. a Magnum P.I. reboot that's happening on Which CBS. I saw in the theater. They showed the a preview of it in the theater. And I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah oh, this it. is like a. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's amazing. Like, did we like think for a second she was gonna like? She was so great. Have like a quiet rest of her career. No, like, of she course wanted, not. She wanted to have. She's of course liar. not. Liar, Amy. I'm just wondering, do they film that in Hawaii? They do. I mean, I'm so sorry. I said that like I really knew. I I, I imagine they do. The original one, they probably because did. Because it's it's really set up and not that expensive to shoot in Hawaii. That's why so they that's do nice that. that she would get flown out to Hawaii. I mean, we might have to go set visit. We're like, you know, um, she has two assistants, <laughs> and they're very important. They she they <laughs> she really needs them to come along. I would love to interview. <laughs> Wouldn't her that be fun? That, that would be amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. that's what we have to do. Yes, guys, we have to just um, go to Hawaii to interview our <laughs> former guest. Yeah, just to see what what she's doing Why on not? the show. Why, Why not? not? Yeah. Why not? She's the best. She's the best. But um also there was some fashion news. Yes, we have in other plus size news. Oh, because we're not allowed to say plus size community anymore. According to Megan oh, Kimberly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a thing. Did you catch that or did we, I did? No. Was that later? No, I did catch it. Oh, okay. I caught it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying community. What were we saying? Dang it. Demographic? I don't remember. Something <laughs> like that. The plus size peeps um yeah jason Wu is doing a collab with eloquy and eloquy has extended their sizes which is huge yeah yeah and lots of like our bigger friends are very very excited yeah, about and it they should be and they should be because their clothes everything that anyone has been wearing from eloquy this year i've literally been salivating at like they are nailing life. People are like, stop drooling on I know. me, Kathy. My phone's really oh, like God. messy, guys. Don't get it. Don't touch it. Don't touch my phone. Just salivating. That's why your battery doesn't work. That's why my phone is Gosh, janky. just drooling all <laughs> over drooling it, Kathy. Over get in control, lady. <laughs> Amazing. And what is this Dia and Company thing that's They're happening? doing Dia Army because they're kind of like tired of women not showing parts of their bodies like women like i think the statistics was like 70 percent of women don't want to show their arms and 94 percent of women don't want to show their bellies and so they're really like trying to get people to like break out and they're using the hashtag dia army and um is it this like army no i think it's like for those of you, for Army. those of you watching, I just jiggled my. She just jiggled her arm. arm. Yeah. No, um. and I, I was doing machine gun noises that I've heard my nephews do. That's really interesting. Um, that this is happening because you know, I, last year it's coming up in a year. I can't even believe it with CurvyCon. Yeah. There was that big event that um that uh, Lane Bryant did. And do you remember me calling you and being like, are you watching this on yeah. Facebook Live? And because I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> You're like, I'm no. not near my computer. Um, but the, you know, how they, like people really got up in the audience and were like really confrontational. Right, They're yeah, like, yeah. This is great, but why do you not have people who, why do you only have size 12 and sometimes even size 8 models? Right. Why don't you have people uh, who look like us. So there's this big outreach happening right now. And a friend of mine, Vicky Plummer, who I saw in New York, was a, one of the people that they responded to. They, I, I think she said she was there with like 
30 some odd girls and they were going through like all different body types small on top bigger butts opposite like skinny skinny hips big shoulders like they just like short people tall and they went through and they like had them try on a bunch of stuff and like took real commentary from them that's amazing yeah so i mean and it wasn't just i think she I think it technically she was like a fit model for them. I think they had to do that. But it seemed really like they're like going all in, it seems like. And I know that sometimes there's like transition. To be to be really blunt, there she was not thrilled with the selection for her. She feels like she's my age and she feels like she wants something maybe a little bit more serious um, than some of their clothes. It was like maybe... Then Diaz clothes or Lane Bryant? Then Lane Bryant. Oh, okay. So she was just kind of like, there was like, again, a lot of florals. Like, she's like, can we just have some like really cool structure, like fun, like have fun with color, like solids? Like, why does everything have to be like florally? And you know what I mean? Because they're dressing people like me. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I want to be all florally, all colorful, all the time. And you know, she was there like <laughs> shouting about having a suit, which you yeah, and I have talked about. Which we have definitely yeah, talked about. Like a pair of pants. Like we were just, we, her a and pair I had of a pants pair where you do not pants. have a fupa would be just great. Yeah, yeah. And had like a zipper that wasn't like three inches. Right. <laughs> You know, just just please provide please. for my for my what is that called when you do the back belly button to your back? Your rise, your rise. Yeah, just like front rise and back rise. Just fix my rise, y'all. Fix my rise. My rise needs to be longer. Anyway, there also was like there's a lot of like plus this bitches moments. Oh yeah, we could really yes. Of them we're gonna do later. I, I want to plow through this so we can get Laura on because I just love her and Laura Luna. Talk yes, Laura Luna. Talk about anything. Laura Luna. Um, <laughs> We're gonna you get say her it three times. Oh, I did. I'm gonna <laughs> she, manifest she her into the room. <laughs> it's um, like Beetlejuice. It's like Bloody Mary. Oh, I was thinking Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's really funny. So, um, so I also spent a lot of time with all my New York friends. So it was really crazy that this happened, like on the tail end of my trip. So Alicia Umpress, who I've known for a really long time and followed her for a really long time, she is a beautiful plus size woman. Um. Smokey Joe's Cafe the first time did not have a plus size woman in it. Uh, uh, um, when did when that, did that come back? When did that come out in, in the nineties? It was in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, it was in the nineties. I want to say like ninety four. And um, I was going to say ninety six. I thought it was ninety six, but whatever. It's I can't. I feel like I was in mid nineties. Mid nineties. So um, <laughs> so I I definitely know. I should say this. There definitely wasn't a plus size white woman in it. There there may have eventually B.J. Crosby might have been a, a plus size black woman in it. But there wasn't a plus size white woman. So that's something that's changed. And Alicia is the reason for that. She is an amazingly gifted singer. And I thought in every photo of her, no, the photos amazing, beautiful, yeah. and fun, and yeah, and the costumes were great. Yeah, so like the, they were uh, they were really just cute yeah and they were using her as like the advertisement and then um, I love how you said that I did advertisement do you want to know why I said advertisement because I'm doing Mary Poppins with my kids oh and I've been talking in a British accent all day and one of them (laughs) says take down the following advertisement when he's like right right right. advertisement I was like oh I guess you're really really British there I just take things on advertisement advertisement is what she meant guys so there was a, a New York Times review like the review that everyone looks for right. the one that everyone follows that you're like oh my gosh the New York Times did a review exactly. on our show exactly it's a Broadway revival and it's a woman Laura, Laura Collins Hughes who wrote a paragraph with the following I'm gonna read it cause I don't wanna paraphrase yeah. Miss Umphris by the way 
is bigger than the other woman on sta- women on stage. And the costume designer, Alejo Vietti, I probably did not say Alejo. Alejo. Vietti, Alejo. Doesn't seem to have known how to work with that, dressing her in an unnecessarily unflattering way. He does better with the skimpy yet not overly revealing pink fringe outfit, uh, Emma Dedrestet, I can't say her name either, wears, and jiggles <laughs> in for the leering number, Teach Me How to Shimmy. So... It just seems like... So I think that she's trying to, like, slam the costume designer. But truly, I think that this person, Laura Collins Hughes, is not comfortable seeing a fat body on stage. Showing... And some of her stuff isn't, like, terribly revealing, but definitely shows some skin. I mean, she was showing, like, a shoulder. A cold shoulder. (laughs) And 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 a cleavage. Yeah. Okay, but I'm sorry... Anybody can wear a cold shoulder and cleavage. Yeah. If that's totally how right. we're calling it now. Yes, but also, <laughs> but also. But if you're not used to a fat, seeing a fat body doing that, then that is, that I, that's what I think is, is the is the problem, is that she's really not, because what she's wearing, like we saw some pictures and it was beautiful, like that black mesh yeah. top with yeah. the sweetheart neckline. Yeah. It was no, gorgeous. And to fit her so perfectly. Yeah. And I also... You know, as somebody who's sort of been through this and have been double corseted. Because, guys, if you don't know, <laughs> Kathy Deitch was oh on God, Broadway. so obnoxious. She was on Broadway. She so was annoying? in the original cast of Wegad. Why are you so annoying? So, one of the designers in Wegad, <laughs> I literally had a double corset. So, I wore this crazy undergarment that was this corset. Spanks, head to I love how your 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 shoulders just got because really that's high. How horrible! And you were like, I used to call it the medieval. I it had torture like, device. It had whale boning in it. It it literally. I used to call it the medieval torture device. So I wore that and then put a green corseted costume. The the costume itself was corseted, so it's double corseted in this number. And eventually, oh, kill me. I like sack. I was like, can we? Can we just throw out the medieval torture device? But that was because that guy needed me to be as thin as possible. Mm. Like, he thought he was doing me the, all the favors. The, the costumer. The costumer. So I'm saying that that, I feel, happens on Broadway a lot. I would love for my Broadway friends to comment on our page and let us, or write to us, and let us know their experiences with costumers. I, I mean, this guy, I feel like, really did her well. It's a sort of a period, like, definitely like a, period piece with music and I think they they sort of honor that maybe in a contemporary way but still yeah like I felt like it was it. I, I kind of felt like it was like 90s clothes I don't know it felt really 90s to me That's other really than funny. the other than the um the cold shoulder but it was I felt like everything she was wearing was beautiful yeah I didn't see anything that I was like oh, okay yeah and she loves it and she of course came out and was like really upset oh yeah and she I, she wrote like she wrote um she said it's shocking to see a woman especially a woman where, whose social media would suggest she is pro-woman body shame an actress who isn't a size zero and praise one that is her wording wasn't constructive it was full-on mean girl it's 2008 uh, 2018 <laughs> 2018 we should be celebrating women's diversity in the arts not shaming them by the way for being the biggest girls 
not shaming them, by the way, for being the biggest girls. Sorry, I'm really not reading this well. <laughs> and while the overall point was to malign the costume designer, her phrasing made me the sacrificial fat lamb. Truly disappointed and saddened by her ugly and pointless description. Also, I think I look pretty ferocious. Yeah, and isn't that like really the most important thing? Because she has to wear the eight times. Because yes, and she's the one who. I mean, like, why are we even commenting on somebody's body in a review? Why is that even yeah. happening? And it's happened to me. It's happened to other people. But too. why? Like, wh- what is the purpose of that? Like, you don't go like they don't talk about the skinny people. They don't talk about and they don't talk about men's bodies. Not no. Very. I mean, that's actually that's actually not true. There were a couple guys that I saw on on my Facebook feed that were bigger actors who said that I have been described in the following ways. No, I don't mean like, I'm not saying that that bigger men don't, but I'm just saying in general, men's bodies are not commented on. Yes. Like even if you're the guy who's playing Gaston in Beauty and the Beast, they're not going to be like, oh, and his body is so muscular. And like, it's implied that he is because he's playing Gaston. Yeah. No, I, I I agree with you. It, 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 it's just why, why, why are we talking about? Exactly. It's a shortcut. Why don't you just say, I didn't, I didn't care for the costuming. Yeah. He didn't do her any favors. You're right. Whatever. Why do we have Whatever. to say anything about her body? And at this all? is what she responded back because there was she a being big, Laura Collins yes, Hughes who wrote the original article. A big backlash, and she came back with a, something completely yawnable. And I would love to interview her and actually like school her a little bit. <laughs> it is in no way shameful to be big, let alone bigger than the other women on stage. Already, like. Just so many wrongs. My remark about the costuming reflects on the designer. This is not the first time I've noticed a designer seemingly at a loss about how to dress a larger woman well. But why do you, sorry, Laura Collins Hughes, why do you have to point out that she's the biggest woman on stage? Twice. Why? What is the point of that? Like, yeah. You can say, hey, the customer like didn't do any um, some of the p- people any favors or, you know, like they I've, I feel like they could have been more flattering or um, they weren't of the period. I thought you were trying to create a feeling like it was basically like, like be more specific. Yeah. You don't have to literally say we'll talk about someone's body size and say she's the biggest one on the stage. Exactly. And you're being so specific about people's bodies and not the costumes. That's right. the thing that kills me. It's like you missed an opportunity to actually talk about the goddamn costumes right. and not about the bodies that are they're put on I, right. I, I i will get so mad about this i have to move on um i'm sorry guys I um jennifer kumiyama remember kumi yeah. she's watching and she says broadway's own kathy dh <laughs> kumi we love you let's hang out let's go karaoke um anyway we should probably take yeah. a little baby break yeah we gotta because stop we need to bring on laura luna laura luna laura, laura luna, luna. So we're going to be right back, plus the show. Right after this.
We're back. With We're Plus back. Show. And we have. Wait, are you gonna introduce her? No, you can do it. Okay. Our guest, Laura Luna, is a self-identified Chicana queer fat femme whose very existence takes up space in this world. Her visibility gives power to many others across various identities and encourages others to express their body and live their lives out loud! That's like all capitals. <laughs> femme of many hats. As a, wardrobe, as a wardrobe and event consultant, Laura Luna has contributed to the production of a number of fat fashion projects, community groups, queer events, and more. We introduce Laura Luna. Woo! Good. We love have coming on our show. We loved it so much that we literally didn't even change it. <laughs> no, it was intro. like it was like perfect. It, I was like, like, yes. No, that's we're just we're saying. just saying exactly <laughs> this. Well, thank you. That's a great compliment. <laughs> For sure. No, we met you a couple months ago. Yes. Yeah, we were at the Plus Bus. Yes, Plus Bus. And um, Jess Baker was giving. A she was doing a, a book signing for Landwell. Land 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 and then they had a panel. Yes. So how did you get involved in that panel? I actually got asked. Obviously, Jess asked me, but I was recommended by Bevan. Oh, okay. yeah, Bevan, who runs a fat kid dance party. Um, I know her through queer community. So. She, and her her handle is Queer Fat Femme, right? Queer Fat Femme, yes. Yeah. And she, like I said, she runs the Fat Kid Dance Party. And she was the moderator on that panel. So right. she actually um, recommended me to Jess, which That's was great. So awesome. It was such a lovely panel. I met yeah. so many great people. It was, it was such a, a like night. packed, you know, space. A packed event. Yeah, it was really, yeah, it was, really it was very full. Like people were really excited to be there. We brought our own chairs because they run out. Yeah, yeah. and then oh, we did. Like, outside. <laughs> it was really cool, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great night and we're so happy that we met you. Yes. And so we've been waiting since then to have you on. I know, we tried to get you on sooner <laughs> but you're so busy <laughs> that we had to wait schedule. until July. Thanks for waiting for me, ladies. Yeah, well, you're it. worth it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, um, it's interesting that we've ta we've said it a couple times already in the show. We just want to talk to you about the word queer. Okay. Because I don't know that our audience, or maybe even either one of us, because we don't identify that way, mm -hmm. um, know enough about it. Like, when, when did you start calling yourself queer? When did you sort of, like, realize that, oh, this is what I am? If you could talk about that a little bit, we'd well, love it. Well, definitely, I came out as bisexual when I was 19 years old, and that morphed into a more lesbian identity. I'm currently 40 years old, so I've been queer for about 20 years. And I definitely now, through the education that I've gotten within queer community, which has been really amazing, I see that gender and identity is um, a spectrum, so it's not a binary. So therefore, when I say queer, for me personally, and this is all for me personally, can mean different things to different people. It just basically means not straight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I see that you know there's a myriad of genders, a myriad of identities, and who I you know decide to sleep with or have relationships with is not defined by like what's in their pants <laughs> 19 is very young to come yeah. out as bisexual like to yeah. have that yeah. like realization i would think did you uh, did you for a long time think of yourself as bisexual like you thought of it as very binary no i was super boy crazy growing up <laughs> so i never it never really dawned on me that this was really something that was for me um, and then in high school I, I was like oh you know I started having feelings and you start having experiences and then um, I ended up uh, living in a house that had some really amazing folks and everybody identified as queer and so I was like oh 
this is definitely something that I want to look into <laughs> for back of, lack of a better word. But definitely I also saw a lot of like my straight girlfriends having a lot of issues with the men in their lives. Mm. So I was like, let's branch out a little bit. <laughs> so I know for some people they feel like it's uh, something they were born as um, and that's fine for them, you know, however they want to identify. But for me, I definitely feel like it was a choice. So interesting. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Uh, but we were I was talking about that with my sister the other day, like, is it a choice? Is it not a choice? Like, and we were saying, like, it's probably different for different people. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like identity or, you know, what, you know, it, it's it's a personal decision and it's a personal choice. However, you choose to identify. And like I said, some people do feel that they felt that they were not straight or gay or queer from a very young age. And there are some of us who who definitely that's not how we identify yeah. So, yeah you gave a lot of really good dating advice oh, that thank night. You. i just want to say as somebody who is single and like working her and way ready to mingle yeah she's so not much. really ready to mingle not she's so really much. like i don't even want to talk to a man <laughs> i don't again. blame you <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. I'm, I, I'm i'm a bit in settled in my rage Ka- yes. kathy has uh, identifies as a cultural lesbian <laughs> i do i mean to be honest, I really like Birkenstocks. I, she really likes Birkenstocks. I I she mean, really likes Indigo Girls. I really oh like my a goodness, lot with the lesbian tropes. <laughs> I, yes, but but even but it's not just the tropes. No, it's not just like that. I actually really dig lesbians also. Oh, and well, then um, maybe it's for you. I know, but that's where that's where the line is for me, which is why I would never claim it because okay. I. I there sexually I'm not but intimacy for like emotional intimacy mm-hmm. oh my god I love my lesbians yes. like there's I, I, but I'm a big and it's funny because I just did a storytelling show a couple days ago about this. Oh yeah, we meant to talk about, about that. Um, it's a really great call. It's tales of male folly, and then the, every other month they have female folly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I talked about like not really having that much sex in my life. Yeah, and. Um, how but I would have these like unbelievable emotional intimate oh, relationships yeah. that would never sort of like kind of burst out into physical stuff mm-hmm. and I think that's sort of changing as we've been doing this work and I think a lot of it was hang up about my body Yeah, like I don't know I actually think and it's so funny I can't believe I'm even going to say this one time I'm, I'm Catholic and I <laughs> believed it I so Catholic, so I- for a very long time. Um, so in 12 years Catholic school, the whole thing. And I remember once going to confession talking about how I like really wanted to, I would w- see girls who had thin bodies and wanted to dress like them and they dressed different and they dressed more exposing themselves. And I was telling the priest, like I, and by the way, I was like 16 when this, I was having this confessional with like a family friend. He was like one of the good ones. So I was like, I really want to dress like that. And he was like, but even if you were thin, would you really want to dress like that? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Like I, and I also think, and I didn't tell him this, but I also think like if I had a thinner body, I probably would have been a hooch. I probably would have had sex with everybody. And I think (laughs) I would have been a hooch. Like I, and but, but by the way, like in a way that now I look at friends who are doing that, I'm like, wow, like that's like, awesome like I'm not that's not a judgment like I but I do think that um, all of this crap around body acceptance or lack of body acceptance has made me prudish for a very long time I think that's a that's definitely a lot of people feel that way 
you know and i think the that the work that a lot of us are doing including you guys for body liberation is really liberating a lot of fat folks and i mean within that it's also liberating folks who are thin right in order for us to claim our full sexual selves i mean i was fat since i was 18 and i never had a problem just saying <laughs> my husband's watching I hooched it up. I, like, <laughs> I lived my life. I lived my life. Like I really was didn't have an issue with that. Yeah, that definitely was mine. Yeah, I was like, you are so lucky to be with this. <laughs> yes, you are lucky. <laughs> and I think like if a lot of us could claim that. Yeah, I mean, it would be so liberating, right? Because it's all within ourselves. Because folks can, you know, this is like the witchy side of me coming out. Is like folks can definitely feel your energy. So mm. if you're like, I'm, you know, available and open, folks can definitely feel that. If you're like, oh, I have, you know, I'm feeling a certain way. I love how you like just yeah, like literally making yourself small, right? Yeah, yeah. But then we also have to think about the fact of like what contributes to that, like society, right? Contributes to fat folks wanting to put themselves, you know, make themselves smaller because they're telling us that we're not worthy of love. We're not worthy of sex. We're not worthy of desire. So mm -hmm. it's like, that's what's so amazing about fat community and folks like Jess, um, you know, that, um, chapter in the book which talks about turning the lights off for, during sex and stuff you know mm -hmm. I think is is really is really great so um, more more stories like that more dating more sex more 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 everything in order for all of us to be liberated. Well we are writing an article this month <laughs> about, about having that very sex. thing so yes. I better is get on it. Kathy you have to do it for the sake of our article. I know I know. Just slut it up for the I sake know. of our article. <laughs> Tell us all like, about it. But also like not you know if that's like yeah. not your jam right now like definitely there no, are she times. needs to slut it up Laura Luna stop it. <laughs> no. She needs to I'm slut giving her bodily autonomy. She needs to slut it up. Thank you. Peer pressure. One on one. I look, I'm just saying that someone has been crabby and might need an O. That's all I'm saying. Well, she can give herself an O. Or, you she know. needs someone else to give her O, okay? Okay, it's a little different. It's a little different. Uh, one day I'll get better at giving myself O's. Not. So, um... <laughs> Moving on. Oh. Moving on. Woo! Yes. Okay. Yes. I love, I love your blog. I went to, um... Uh, to check it out and I was like oh this is great now do you is traveling part of your mission is that is that also something you want to do more of and show more fat women or even just fat anybody like how it's, to do it I, I just love to do it and I Excuse feel like me. bless you I feel like um I feel very blessed to have you know I'm I have a corporate job that I'm at and I have the um disposable income to be able to, you know, travel. And recently I just went to Toronto for Gay Pride and it was so amazing. And so, yeah, I want to incorporate more of that type of stuff in my blog. But yeah, I want to definitely show um, fat folks just living in joy. Joy is one of my big, you know, uh, missions in life for myself and for other people because it's so personal to yourself right mm -hmm. so what you find joyful in your life is definitely different than what you of course you do so yeah. i think that if we kind of live and bring that joy from the inside out it's just gonna you know radiate and make uh, a better world you know yeah where where's your happy place right now oh. it doesn't i know it switches sometimes oh but. yeah it definitely switches um my meditation cushion actually 
Nice. So yeah, I have a meditation practice and just definitely spending that time with myself in the mornings um, is definitely my It like happy makes place. your day just go so much better. It, I in my experience anyway. Yeah, and it definitely kind of clears your mind. Um, and especially doing it at the start of the day mm-hmm. really sets the tone for your day. Is so. that something you've always done or ha- have you had to sort of fight? to get that practice going for Um, yourself? No, I've not always done it. I probably consistently, maybe a year and a half. um, I've always kind of dabbled in it, but not been super consistent with it. Um, I went on a four day silent meditation retreat for New Year's this year. That would be so hard for me. I literally, (laughs) I've done them. It's really beautiful. I tried to do a silent retreat once. And I know sign language, it was still not easy for me. Yeah, Yeah, definitely it was hard, you know, putting your phone on airplane mode, especially because I'm all about social media. You guys see my posts all the time. And so it's like actually getting out of that, putting the phone on airplane mode, just, you know, when I would go on hikes, just take pictures just so I could document it for myself and also for my blog and things like that. But um Four days, no talking. I know. I was telling. I was telling um, Kathy. I'm going on vacation next week, and I'm like, I might not have any cell service. I don't know. I may or may not. I have. I have literally no idea. And kind of, I'm hoping that I don't, because I just kind of want to just toss my phone in my purse and like just be in nature, be in the moment. Yeah. Isn't that like that so liberating, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going on a women's retreat this weekend. And uh, in Malibu, and I told all my friends, uh, well, like my emergency contact friends, that yeah. I'm just gonna turn my phone on airplane mode so I so I can be as present as possible, you know, for myself because yeah. that's a gift that you give to yourself, right? Is disconnecting. Yes, yeah, so. yeah, that for sure. for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than being away and trying to do it. When was the oh. last time you have unplugged? I'm trying to think of when the last time I have. It's been a very long time mm. for me. Um, I. Think I mean, like when you act when it accidentally happens, and you're like, okay, whatever. But yeah. like, when was like, like the conscious. intentional, like the intentional, like, okay, I'm not gonna be on my phone. I'm not going to like be on my computer. I'm just going to like be in the world. What's really interesting is that be- I think it was through 1999 <laughs> when I didn't have a phone. <laughs> if you're talking about like extended amounts of time, like days and days, I mean, I can't. Maybe not since I've gotten a cell phone. Like, I I really can't tell you. But I will say that as a teacher, I have to be present with people. So there are, like, times during the day. Like, there was major stuff going down. And then when I turned my phone back on, I got, like, 17 messages from you and, like, other people we know in chains. And I... But I, when I'm with my students, like, I have to focus. So right. I, it's not an option for me to be on my phone. Right. So I, although I know people accuse me of being on my phone a lot. Really, <laughs> accuse. So it's, many times. like some, a witnessed thing by many. so many <laughs> points of the day, like, it's off limits to me. So right. because I have so to So she's making attention. up the time, guys, when she's... When she's yes. allowed to be on her phone. I mean, so I, but I do, no, I want to throw it in the river sometimes. <laughs> just want to I know, it. sometimes I'm like, just leave me alone, people. Yeah, it's a good idea. You're making me want to, f- I want to go on a silent retreat now. Will you let me know how that one yeah, is? Absolutely. Is yeah, absolutely. Your, your retreat this weekend is not a silent it's one. It's not silent. No, it's just a women's retreat in Malibu for the weekend. Nice. Uh, but the one I did do on New Year's, it was in Joshua Tree and it was silent. So. Joshua Tree. Wow. Let's go. Let's make a road Yeah, trip. I think you guys should do it. Definitely. You could. I don't know that I can do a silent one. I can't do it. I can't. You couldn't? Just I for would, the weekend? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I think you need to open your heart. Nope. 
Open those chakras. No, <laughs> no I'm good. I, I like I like to just talk. I, I, first of all, I like need to process things, right. and that is like a way that I process things is talking things out. So if I can't talk, it feels like I don't know how to process. You know what? So the, during that retreat, uh, the silent one, I had a lot of stuff to process. And I'm also normally the talking to process type of person. And I journaled more than I have in probably the last five years. Wow. During that four day, I literally filled up a journal. So. Wow. What a way to process, huh? Yeah. And then yeah. your arm's like broken. Yeah. 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 God forbid. Stop. No. Stop. <laughs> All right. We have to, We're so much going fun. to have to take we a break. We have to take a break because we have a couple of we have very things that we have to talk about hot topics to talk hot to you topics about. are you Why ready I do the hot ready? Pod- <laughs> Can th- okay we're gonna take a break <laughs> we'll be back with plus this he already went to break <laughs> Promotional consideration brought to you by Melissa Massey. Custom clothing isn't exclusively for the rich and famous. Melissa Massey is custom-made clothing for everyday wear. A unique combination of custom tailoring and deluxe fabrics that is well-made and fit for every size and frame. Made in LA, sold in LA, and online at melissamassey.com. It's not the natural beauty products in your life, but the life in your natural beauty products. Linda Kamen's Aromatherapy Salon, lindakamens.com, for happier, healthier living. Promotional consideration provided by Scrubs Body, a woman-owned business with scrubs so natural, they're good for your public parts and your private parts. Scrubsbody.com. This. We're back. Kathy is giving me crap about my I'm not sexy voice. Crap. I'm just saying I had a conversation with a mutual friend about it, and he was like, "So you guys were all like has, laughing and talking we were, about he, me." He's like, "How's how's Eva's sexy advertisement voice?" I was like, "It's good. <laughs> it's good." I was like, "That's the copy they gave." He's like, "She's selling it." <laughs> oh my anyway, gosh! Um, one of the things we want to talk to you about. Yes. I love how Kathy got real because got real serious real fast. She's like, "Oh no, what's happening?" I might be in a place, Um, (laughs) but uh, Netflix, which I mean, come on, like they've been cutting edge on so many things, and somehow this insatiable show has snuck through their brain cells i don't know like it's just okay this i was like really really thinking about this so if you haven't watched the insatiable trailer it's on youtube don't go watch it right now um (laughs) watch it after um it's about a a young teenage girl who is fat and somehow and she gets made fun of in school all the time and she's like out somewhere and like a bum or a man a grown man punches her in the face and she has to get her her jaw wired shut for the summer so then when she comes back to school in the fall she's like super sexy and like 
hip and popular and, and everyone's like, who's this girl? And so I think that the reason why they did it was like, that was like the small part of it. And then what they're hoping for is like, the fact that there's like she's getting revenge on all these people like she's like avenging herself you know what i mean so i think that that's what they're that's what they were intending for oh i i don't think that anybody's intention was to make people who are fat feel bad about themselves let's just i i'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt really? but however i think that one of the misstep steps they uh-huh. made was falling into all the traps. Like, yeah. I don't think it's out there going, I think they really want you to feel for a fat person's journey. I really okay. do, especially after reading what the showrunner wrote about okay, it. Okay, right. Yeah. Like that, 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 you know, that, like she, She's like, no, I, I, I want people to know how messed up it is that you treat somebody terribly just because of the way they look. However, right. it's in the problem of, first of all, a fat suit right. on somebody. Every time I see it, it makes me physically cringe. Same. And this beautiful thin actress is in a fat suit and actually looks beautiful fat too, by the way. Right. Like... Like, cause fat people are beautiful. Oh yeah. So, it um, I just and as everyone was saying, like, first of all, the whole her jaw wired shut that she had to get punched in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Again, real violence happens to people just because they're fat. Sure. I don't want to act like that's not a thing. I have been punched in the face. Like, I have been I, punched in the face. Yeah. Like this is has happened. Like, you know, it's a real thing. But this. This idea that someone's only fat because they eat a crazy amount of food and if they just wired their jaw shut that that would change is ludicrous. That That whole trope is garbage. It would have been just so great if she could have just like wired her well, like something had happened during her summer and she just like loved herself so much that she came back and avenged herself exactly. right without having to lose the weight yeah and also i always wonder who greet like i'm not very familiar with the hollywood system or how that works but i'm always like who green lights this like does it fat suits that's so like friends monica like you know it's 2018 why are we still doing this why does the thin person have to be the one that gets revenge because it's a joke because it's because fat people in society are are a joke we're a joke and that's where the problem is. Right. But it's it's so unfortunate that so many people in the entertainment industry, even though they're part of the, you know, fashion worlds, you know, kind of all melding together. The fact that it had that show in order to get just to Netflix, in order to get to production, it had to go through so many avenues. Yes. And ma'am. for there not to be not one person. But we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what happened. If maybe Eva. somebody did say, guys, Eva. and they were like, no, no, it's funny. It's great. And then Eva. you're like, okay. Still, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people to say yes to something. Yeah, because they're probably, I'm, again, I'm going to say that they're probably thinking, well, she gets to avenge herself. So it's positive in the end. Yeah. I wonder how many fat people were in on those decisions. No, there's probably not. I mean, look, how many fat people are in Hollywood, period? Well. Not many. Not in positions of power and right. in, in the actual Hollywood right. machine. Not a lot. Right. No, because not we're not allowed to. Unless to. they're like fat white men. Yeah. Right. Right. Who have, you know, economic privilege. 
Yeah. And they hold the power in that way, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they're but, not with fat women. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It is. It's. I mean, and I can't imagine a casting director having to cast. Like, there's just, again, there's so many places. That was the thing, much like you, that really was disappointing every step of the way. It was right. like, how many people said, okay, yeah, we'll get on board with this. Yeah, we'll do it. Like, like. I, I I just can't believe we didn't hear about it ahead of time. Right. Like that all of a sudden it was like this big splashy opening and we're like, what? what? Yeah. yeah. It was really, it's really disappointing. It's really disappointing. Especially when there are so many other, it's like a trope that, like you were saying, it's like a trope that's already happened. It's like, right. you know, it's already like, we've seen this terrible story decade after decade. Right. Like let's, aren't we, haven't we moved on? And why right. couldn't it be a fat girl? Who right. like something had like an amazing summer away and like right. like comes back and is like oh wait and just I like so fierce up. yeah I don't yeah have she to could put have had like an awakening you. or yeah. maybe she went to some kind of meditation camp yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. she went to Joshua Tree which speaking of your sister says that I can go on a directed retreat and for an hour a day I can process with my director look at that oh wow I don't think an hour is long enough she's plugging herself <laughs> my sister is a spiritual director so oh she nice. is yeah, so she would totally be happy to take you I would that. love that and when are you coming to LA and let's do it that's amazing <laughs> so, um, there is like a big change.org um, at the last time we looked it was over 100,000 people there was like a, almost 160,000 oh, people wow. yeah. who signed this to let's cancel it like, Netflix. Yeah, let's cancel it Netflix. Like let's make this happen like this is absurd. Yeah. And you said that you got some fever on Twitter. Oh yeah, I wrote I made a tweet about how unfortunate it was and how horrible, you know, perpetuating the tropes and I did get a troll in my mentions and I know there's some other fat activists that I know that are, were getting trolled all day long for just voicing their opinions so about the show? About the show, yeah. Yeah, people are so pro the show. I gotta, they're pro the show. That hasn't happened yet. That hasn't, no one's seen. Yeah. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I should go on a silent retreat. <laughs> right in this moment. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going on a silent retreat. I'm trying to, right yeah, I'm going, on a, I'm going on a one minute silent retreat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. So um, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about something that happened to us on our Instagram page. And we're not actually, we sort of came to a collective decision that we're not going to get into too many details about it. Okay. Um, out of respect for uh, parties involved. But um, we did get some heat heat on an Instagram post. So if you're really curious and want to figure it out, guys, go to App Plus the show and you can find the posts that has a lot of exchanges back and forth about it. Um, about this idea of, um, you know, what it really means to be an ally. Mm -hmm. And uh, the when you do sit in privilege, like white privilege that even I obviously have, that there are, we definitely have our blind spots. Right. And that sometimes we really earnestly don't know what we don't know. Mm -hmm. And yet we understand when people feel like they are so sick of seeing that ignorance that they feel like they have to bring something up to us. And, you know, just uh, you, being who you are uh -huh. and, and all of the marginalization you've had to overcome and blossom through in your <laughs> life. Um, I just want, we're just hoping to get your opinion on like, how, what do you feel about like call out culture even, or, or like, um, 
uh, when you're dealing with someone ha- that you feel like has bias, like w- what's a constructive way to have that conversation? Well, I think definitely if I'm the person who caused the harm, because there was, you know, there definitely, obviously, if somebody's having a reaction, there's harm involved, right? Right. So I think the first step is for me, because even though I do hold marginalized identities, I'm not, you know, quote unquote, at, you know, I'm not a black person. So therefore, like, especially like a black trans person. So I don't hold that identity. So that there, there are times also that I have privilege as far as like, I have a job, right? I have a regular nine to five jobs, steady paycheck. And that is also considered a privilege. So even though, you know, I do have uh, marginalized identities, I don't, I still hold privilege, you know, can and do hold privilege. So whenever, you know, I'm not perfect. So anytime somebody calls me out, what I try to do in the ways that I've learned is to listen to the person, apologize for the harm that has been done, and try to do better and educate myself. So the onus shouldn't be on the person who was harmed to do the educating. I know there's a common um, saying that like Google is free, but I also realize that sometimes, you know, I didn't finish college. So I, there are some things that I don't know. So I wouldn't know how to Google. So it's like either asking my peers or, you know, asking the person that was harmed, you know, if, they're comfortable or if they would like to kind of steer you in the direction. But then at that point, it's up to them to say yes or no, obviously. Um, And for myself, if somebody says no, then being okay with that and maybe reaching out to somebody else that I know that might be a little more familiar with the subject or have a little more education on the subject. Because it is definitely, it is a dicey kind of subject, but I think that we, you know, we need to be able to hold space for folks and their rage because sometimes there is rage, you know, especially like as fat folks, we've, you know, we've been called so many different types of names on the streets, online, you know, trolls, everything like that. So sometimes if you're constantly having that on you, imagine, I mean, you don't even have to imagine, you know, the rage. So it's like when somebody comes with you at the rage, kind of thinking about that, when you're kind of formulating your response and being able to be open to admit when we, like you said, don't know what we, what we don't know. Right. So, yeah, I I will say that my first instinct was I was at the airport when it was all going down and I gotten delayed for four hours. So I was really like involved in it and it was very personal and felt very, like I was really trying to like let go and try to come from the other person's point of view instead of feeling like defend, defend, defend. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I did when I could was reach out to a friend that I is like a real expert on this. Like he has tough conversations every day with people and um, I trust him really implicitly. And we mm-hmm. had like a four hour conversation wow. about it and he really helped me a lot. And, and one thing that he said, and I know we talked about this earlier, sorry if I'm a broken record to you two, but um, mm-hmm. you know, he said that he heard someone say that that change can actually 
happen in many, many, many ways. Mm -hmm. And just because it's a way that we're uncomfortable with or that we don't agree with, that doesn't mean it's still not an agent for change. And just because I had an issue with being, you know, approached in that way in a comment section Mm -hmm. um, doesn't mean that the way that person is in the world is not moving towards change. We're moving towards evolution. Mm -hmm. And that's and why does it have to be right or wrong one way or the other just because I'm uncomfortable so I I, he really opened my eyes to that and I was really grateful and he also was saying you know this we put value on different things and other people put value on things and Mm -hmm. something that you value in one way another person may not value in a different way so you know the connection that people have gotten from social media like I may see it just as a photo and celebrating people who look like me but to somebody else it's like has way more to it for them and that I also have to honor that and also know that I can't be and I think plus the show can't be everything to everybody you know and that we just have to stay in our lane and and decide what we want it to be and also seeing it as a teachable moment right and seeing as how can how can I personally or us as the show learn from this, you know, because I'm sure now there's like, oh, I didn't know about X, Y, and Z situation, so now I'm going to look more into it, right? And like you said, it's like a constant learning, and it's unfortunate. I mean, we're, we're human. We're not perfect. It's unfortunate that sometimes our feelings get hurt and other people's feelings get hurt, but we're, like you said, we're moving towards an evolution of, you know, learning more being more open and not hurting people in the process or not hurting ourselves in the process I mean and I think that's something that was important for me to learn not in this situation but in just life in general is that people are allowed to have their feelings and feel how they feel whether it makes whether I agree with it or not Mm -hmm. which is hard because when somebody it doesn't feel good when somebody's mad at you or they're disappointed in you and especially for us because I feel like you know, we try really, really hard to be inclusive and be like a safe place for everybody, especially a safe place for fat people in general and for fat women specifically to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's hard sometimes when we're, we feel like we're trying so hard to do that, um, to feel like we're, we're not we're not doing enough, I think. Right. You and know I what I mean? Or no, that we weren't that we were that we were missing something or, or that we didn't know that we were we had a blind spot. Yeah. And then just think of it as a is a way to do better and how much better and more richer can the show be if, you know, when you kind of dive through whatever whatever issues come up, you yeah. know. Yeah. We this is we're like so in, we're like we're so fast and we're like <laughs> in this conversation it's so beautiful and we the time is up it's already over can oh you believe God. it's already been an hour can you tell everybody how they can follow you what sure. you're like how can they find you well i have my website which is www.xoloraluna.com and then on twitter and instagram i'm at laura underscore luna Awesome. Thank I mean, I so already much, feel ladies. calmer already. I know. Oh, I'm so glad. It's probably all the crystals home. I have in my bra. I love it. I love it. It probably is. It probably totally is. Um, we have to tell you guys we're going to take a break. We're taking a summer break. Taking a summer hiatus because both of us are traveling so much. Yeah, and we just need a break. 
yeah <laughs> and um but we'll be back most likely in september we're hoping we'll in september for sure yeah. announce it it's just a pause it's not a new season it's just a pause it's just a pause in season three <laughs> just a pause but thank you as always follow us at, at plus the show like subscribe and share like subscribe and share the fat, good fat news and um, <laughs> we'll like miss you while we're news. away keep visiting us and tweeting at us things we should know yes we love you guys love you we'll see you